0: What's going on, everyone? Listen, I wanted to um, share something with uh, you guys tonight. <clears throat> something I think is really important that I think we have all experienced and we know or we have experienced in some way, shape, form or fashion. Uh, but I just wanted to bring a little attention um, to a topic that I think is extremely important. Um, I'm actually doing this live stream on, on Instagram and, and on, uh, Facebook, but listen, um, you know, I want to share something that, uh, many of you guys don't know, but I think, well, it's like yesterday, uh, a cocker, older cocker, good guy, uh, passed away. And the amazing part about this is, is I seen him the last time I was actually in Kentucky and uh, we had a conversation about me uh, not stopping me, telling him I was going to stop by his farm like 20 times and hadn't been. So he was teasing me and saying, hey, you done told me 20 times you was going to stop by my farm and you still haven't came by and visit me. And uh, he's an older guy, a good guy. Um And, you know, just that experience when I found out that he had passed, it was just like, wow. You know, only thing I can think about is I just seen him not too long ago. And uh, I told him that, hey, I'm for sure the next time I come up here, for sure, 100%, I'm going to uh, stop by your farm. For sure. We're going to sit down, be able to walk the farm, had a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, but every time I would go up there, he would always say to me, hey, man, when you going to stop by my farm? When are you going to stop by my farm? And the last time I was up there, I was actually only about 45 minutes away um, from his place. But at that time, I couldn't go. I was riding with somebody, so um, I, I couldn't go. There was a lot of other stuff going on. Um, but I said, you know, that then I told him to no, know for sure the next time I come up, I am going to definitely visit the place. Uh, Well, anyway, there is not going to be a next time uh, because he just passed away. Um, And, you know, when situations like this happen, you know, it really, really makes you think, you know, it really makes you think. Um, It really makes you ponder the fact that, you know, we all know that we're going to die we all know that and most likely we're going to die sooner than we think we are (laughs) I mean that's just the that's just the fact you know we're all going to die sooner than we think we are and uh, me not getting the opportunity to visit his farm with him um, and I think he was probably in his 70s um it's just a real hard truth. You know, it's a real hard truth. Um, and I say that because, you know, even when, you know, we all know we're not promised tomorrow. We all say that. We know it's definitely a possibility. Uh, but we still tend to live like we're gonna be here a long time. And God willing, we will be. But I know over the last two years, um, there's been a lot of people that pass a lot sooner than we thought they would, especially due to their age and stuff like that. They wasn't that old. Um, and they have left us. So yeah, it's just amazing. And 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 that's the reason why. You know, I wanted to make this video because I really think we should all give it some thought. You know, it's sad that it takes death for us to have to reflect on how precious life is, but more so how short life is and how you're not promised, not even tomorrow. You're not promised the next hour. and it doesn't, the, the amazing part about it, a lot of times, it, it, it is, no, nothing is guaranteed, like, you can have the best diet, you can, you know, not do, you know, cannot smoke, you cannot do drugs, you know, you can get, you can be an honest church-going person, you can do all that, and you still can die suddenly, you know, um, that i don't know it's uh it's just amazing that uh i don't know man it's just amazing i just really think you know we get caught up in so many so much that's going on in the real world and uh we worry about stuff that we shouldn't be worried about because at the end of the day it doesn't matter but you know it's times like this that really make you reflect on the fact that. And I'll give you an example. You know, there's an old proverb that says, when an elder passes away, it's like a library being burned to the ground. So just really think about that. Like when an older breeder, Cocker, passes away, it's like a library, being burned to the ground because that information, his perspectives, his experiences will never be shared from that point on unless or at least not from him so my whole point is this my whole point is this I mean and it is bad that it takes death for us to really deeply reflect and I mean internally looking in the mirror asking ourselves tough questions because we always looking outward very few of us is looking inward we always looking outward seeing what's going on you know adding our perspectives to everything our opinions to everything our judgment to everything always looking out never looking at our behavior Never looking at, you know, the things that we're doing or not doing or whatever the case is, but a lot of times, many times, when somebody passes, it makes you pause at least for a second and really make you think in a way that you probably haven't thought about in a long time. Because let's be realistic. We all take life for granted in some shape, form, or fashion. Some more than others. But at the end of the day, we all take life uh, for granted in some shape, form, or fashion. I'm not saying we take life, we're ungrateful, anything like that. But I'm just saying death has a way to make us pause and look within ourselves and our own thoughts in a way that we probably haven't done in a while. Uh, And I say in a while because we're not, hopefully, God willing, you're not faced with death every day, you know, Uh, but man, it's just deep. And I say that because, you know, think about this, you know, I will never get that experience that I kept putting off. And I'm not making this video saying that, hey, you know, don't put stuff off, don't procrastinate, stuff like that because we're all human and uh, i know i got a bad problem with procrastination um but that's besides the point the point is is i'll never be able to sit down with him on his farm and that's crazy because i had opportunities and i can sit here and regret the fact that hey i didn't do it i should have tried to work you know make some arrangements to make it happen. I mean, because it, it, and honestly, it's an honor. You know, when older cockers come to me um, and say, hey, I like what you're doing. I think you're really doing good things for the sport. Man, that really ma- makes me feel good. And I'm not saying it's more valuable than somebody just getting into the sport because it's not, but it do kind of give me a little uplift That I'm doing something, in their eyes, positive for a sport that they spent most likely their whole life in. You know what I mean? So it it really makes me self-reflect and it keeps me grounded and it keeps me humble. And it keeps me constantly working regardless of how many things I try that don't work out. I still just keep pushing. Because when you have guys that have been in a sport a long time and say, hey, dude, you know what's young young fella? You're doing some good things. And for me not to really force and make my, well, not even going to say make myself, but rearrange to make that meeting happen. And now it had never happened. It had never happened. And it's not even so much of sitting down with him, you know, talking about different methods and stuff like that, which that is extremely important. And that's always a part of uh, my visits when I, when I spend time with individuals regardless of young or old but it's the fact that just that experience that I would would have had of sitting down with somebody sharing memories or even just listening to his stories or just sitting out there drinking a cup of coffee and smoking a cigar and just looking at his farm you know just being in a moment and you know it's uh it's tough because you know, I'm sure it's things that if I would have made it out there and sat down with him, I'm sure it's things that I would have learned um, that I could have came back and shared with the whole Journey to the Pitt family. You know, even if it was stories, um, even if it was stories or anything like that, you know, his experiences, listen, just at his stories about history. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then I come back and make a video about it and share it with everybody. You know, that type of stuff is priceless. And not being, not now being able to never have that happen, it kind of sucks. And it's not like we were really good friends. But I had a lot of respect for him because like I say, he's an old timer, been in a sport, you know, all his life. And, and to be able to, you know, and for him to like what's going on with Journey to the Pit, it, I mean, it really made me feel good. And I really should have. And, and I can sit here and say what I could have done, should have done, and all that. All that's really irrelevant. But hopefully, I, I wanted to share this experience with everybody, hoping that y'all guys can learn from this experience that I had. um, And it's just uh, it's just amazing. But like I said with that proverb, you know, when an elder passes, it's like they burned a library to the ground. And that's the reason why I always preach each one teach one. Because in a sense, just let's look, look let's just take a step back and look at it like this, guys. Let's take a step back and just listen to what I'm about to say and just give it some thought. Y'all guys know how we really push each one teach one preparing the next generation taking an opportunity to mold them into into the breeders that we want them to be you know what i mean we are always preaching that overhead journey to the pit so just think about it like this you know just imagine you know just just imagine if everything we learn our parents our grandparents Our older friends, uncles, older brothers, siblings, or whatever the case is, made us learn everything from experience. Imagine if nobody taught us how to drive and they made us teach ourselves. You know, imagine if nobody taught us how to tie our shoes and they made us learn, even though they knew, but they made us learn on our own. You know, imagine if a mother didn't uh, teach her daughter on how to cook certain things. She just made her learn on her own, even though she knew. Just think about that, guys. That that is the way I look at when a generation prior don't see a need to contribute to the next generation. I say that because their whole entire life The generation prior to them contribute to their learning. And they didn't say, well, in most cases, that if you don't do everything I tell you to do, how I tell you to do it, I'm not going to teach you anything else. Imagine if that's how we were raised. You know, imagine if that's how the generation prior to us treated us. Said, I'm not going to teach you how to tie your shoe if you don't wear the sneakers that I want you to wear or the shoes that I want you to wear. I'm not going to teach you. Imagine a mother telling her daughter, I'm not going to teach you how to cook. If you don't put if you don't cook the food exactly where I want you to cook it and use the exact amount of seasoning, even though the daughter may not like salt, the mama say put salt in it. And. The daughter to say, Ma, I don't really like that much salt. Well, you know what? I'm not going to teach you no more on how to cook. Because you did not put the exact amount of salt I told you to put in to the food. Guys, I'm telling you, really give some thought to what I'm saying. Even if you've only been in this sport for six months, for two years, God willing, you'll be in this sport for decades. So I'm just trying to plant this seed right now that it's vital that we educate and share our knowledge with the next generation. Just as the generation prior to you taught you how to tie your shoe, taught you how to drive a car, taught you how to fill out a letter, help you learn how to read, you know, taught you how to hunt. Taught you how to fish. Just imagine if your dad say, "If you don't use this pole, I'm not going to teach you how to fish." Just think about that. And the reason why this pertain more so, and 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 it's, I'm not going to say this pertain more so to the old timers than the young ones, because the next generation that's in now, eventually you will be the next. You you will be the previous generation. So planting a seed now. What I'm saying is why it's so important. Because when an elder pass. It's like a library being burned to the ground. But just ask yourself this. And we all are libraries. We all are libraries. We got more knowledge in certain sections than others. But at the end of the day. We are all libraries. Now. Just imagine you had a library. And you didn't want anybody to come in. You didn't allow anybody to come in. You built this big old library. You didn't allow anybody to come in. To read any books. Or anything. What would be the value of that library? It would be valuable to you. Because you read all the books. But would it be right. Not to invite in. Other ones. To. Read the books that you have already read. Do y'all guys not see the value in sharing the knowledge that y'all have without stipulations? Just imagine. How many of y'all guys were raised with stipulations from the generation prior? Regardless if it was your mother, your father, your older siblings, your aunts, your uncles, or just an elder. And they said, I'm not going to teach you anything unless you do exactly what I tell you to do and how I tell you to do it. And if you don't do it that way. Find somebody else to teach you. We all know there's individuals and there's groups within our community that have that attitude. And that's okay because they're human, they're individual, and they have the right to do what they want. They have the right not to share nothing, and they have the right to share all. I'm just saying from my heart when you lose an elder, And you think about how much information could have been shared, how much information went with him that some of us will never know. Many of us will never know. How much valuable information went with him that many of us will never know. You know, I know many people, um, you know, the ones who's fortunate enough to have mentors in-person mentors, they really look up to their mentors. You know, they really value the information from their mentors. And they're very appreciative uh, for their mentors and the stuff that they have taught them. But, you know, at the end of the day, just think about it. One day, God willing, you'll be in this sport on on this earth long enough and you will build your own library of knowledge. And ask yourself. Is it fair to keep it all to you? Is it fair to keep it all to yourself? Or when do you think you should start sharing it? Should you wait until you're 40 or 50? Well, the way things are and has always been. Ain't no guarantee you going to make it to the next year. Or even the next month. Or even the next week. So, I just want to say. That, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's times like this when an elder pass that makes you pump the brakes and self-reflect. And, you know, me, I'm just trying to do everything that I can to make a positive impact on as many people's lives as I possibly can. And that's what I've been doing from the beginning. And I think if the, more of us do that, I can only see good coming out of it. I'm not saying for a second that everybody needs to do it. I'm not saying for a second that all the information that's shared is going to be right. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just trying to plan and see and maybe trying to help some individuals out there do some self-reflection and ask their self. Why don't they give back exactly what was given to them? You know, why don't they give back exactly what was given to them? Just think about it. Didn't your parents teach you how to tie your shoes? Did they say to you, I'm not going to teach you how to tie your shoes unless you are wearing the shoes that I want you to wear? They didn't do that. Your parents taught you how to tie your shoes regardless of what shoes you had on your feet. I'm saying to the ones out there, why are we not doing that now? And you know what? It doesn't even matter why we're not doing it. I'm saying, why don't we start doing it more? Why don't we see the value in educating and sharing our knowledge with the next generation in a sport that has given us so many great memories? It has established so many great relationships, lifelong friendships. Some of us have made some money. The sport has given a lot of us happiness and peace. Why will we not want to give the sport that has given us that? Why don't we don't want to give it back? It's 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 amazing. And again, guys, I'm not just talking about this sport itself, but in life in general, in life in general, you know what I mean? You know, I, I don't, I don't, I know Mike Kirkland said the next generation already knows it all. Well, you know, Mike, that's exactly what the elders said about your generation. I'm pretty sure Mike Kirkland that uh, it was a time in your life where you thought you knew it all too. I think that's a part of being young and not knowing. I think that's just a part of growing. I think we all thought we knew things and then realized later on in life that we didn't know them. So all I'm saying is, is again, I hear kids talking to their parents. Parents say, no, 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 don't do that. Oh, no, no, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I do it it this way, this way, that way. And if you're a parent, you know this. If you raise kids, you know this. You want to tell me your kids, you, you never had a situation with your kids Told you they knew something or they acted like they knew more than you. And you're like, you don't. I'm trying to tell you what's going to happen. If you do that, this is going to happen. And they do it anyway because they think they know it. And you're like, that's not the way to do it. That is a part of being a human. And you know what? Sometime, you know, sometime, uh, you know, experiences being wrong. Sometimes teaches the best lesson. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when you think you know something, and you go through it, and you find out you're totally wrong, that sometimes teaches you a better lesson than you not getting it wrong. Then you not making a mistake. Like, who wants to go through life not making any mistakes? So, basically... You know, some people try to do everything in their power to avoid making mistakes. To me, I think it it, 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 it hinders their learning or their potential because they, they're more focused on not making a mistake than trying to learn something or trying to experience something. So, um, But I think, uh, you know, again, I'll give you a prime example. Go back to what Mike Kirkland said, that the next generation already knows it all. I study a lot of history. They have the Sumerians. In Egypt in Africa. They found a tablet in a tomb. That was thousands of years old. And on that tablet. It kind of said. Not verbatim what Mike Kirkland just said. But it kind of said the same thing. That the next generation. is, And this is all y'all guys can, can research this. It's a Sumerian tablet. And I'm not going to say verbatim word for word. Because I didn't memorize it. But it basically said on that tablet. That the next generation is lazy. The next generation thinks they know everything. The next generation is not, you know, hard work. The same stuff that we say in the year 2000s, it was being said about the younger generation thousands of years ago, and it's documented. That is never going to change. It's a part of being a human. And it's a part of learning. We don't only learn just by being right. We also learn by being wrong. So I believe. You know. You can take two approaches. They think they know everything. So I'm not going to teach anybody nothing. Or. I'm going to teach the ones that want to learn. And the ones that know everything. There will be nothing for me to teach them. So again. You pick the approach that you want. You know. You pick the approach that you want. But you will fall in either one of those categories. Because there's no in between. Either you teach nobody. Because they think they already know everything. Or you teach the ones that want to learn. And the ones that want don't want to learn. You don't teach them. Because there's nothing you can teach them. You can only teach. Someone. Who wants to learn. So just Imagine. That you're a young guy coming into the sport, you all ears, no mouth, hardworking, willing to do whatever it takes. And your mentor say, I'm not going to teach you because your generation already know everything. You will look at him like, well, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I, I'm actually here on your farm. I'll carry buckets. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I want to learn. And I'm saying that because that's how I was in business. My mentor taught me a lot because I showed him I was all ears and work. I was willing to work. I told him when I first met him, I'll pick up your dry cleaners. I'll do whatever. He said, no, 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 no. I don't need you to do that. That ain't what I need you to do. I don't need you to do those kind of things. If you want me to mentor, we're gonna talk business. And I want your effort to be within business. I don't need nobody, I don't need a gopher to go get this and go get that and do this and run errands for me. So that's not what I need you for. So like I say, yeah, you know, again, I believe um, you know, it's me everybody learns in a different way. Some people learn from reading. Some people learn from watching videos, some people or watching somebody do it, or some people learn by doing it and making mistakes. I personally don't want to learn everything from experience. If I can learn something from you, from your experience, I want to learn it. I don't need to make every single mistake to learn every single lesson. First of all, you're going to limit yourself because you can't learn everything from doing everything. You can't. That's not even feasible. But everybody learns in different ways. But my whole point is, is not just by the way you learn, but just by your attitude, your willingness to learn, your willingness to listen, your willingness to try. On a learner's end, the students' end, on a mentor's end, you have to have the attitude that I promote my student being open-minded, I promote, I'm okay with them trying different things, different ways that I didn't do it and let them make a mistake. Or if it turns out to be right, pat them on the back for being right. But I believe that the attitude of if they don't do it my way, then I'll have time for them. I'm just saying it's more than one way to tie your shoe. I know I was taught two ways, using the rabbit ears of the bows, putting them up to rabbit ears and then tying them the other way with my finger. Stuck in the middle and wrapped the thing around my finger. So I have learned how to tie my shoe more than one way. But the f- fact of the matter is, is I was able to learn. They was able to teach me because I was willing to learn. They didn't say, oh, you tying it that way. I'm not going to show you my way. They could have done that, but my cousin is the one who showed me how to tie my shoe a different way. And I found it a little bit more easier. You know what I mean? But the crazy part about it is to this day, I don't tie my shoe that way. I tie my shoe the original way that my mama taught me how to tie my shoe. So it's just some thoughts. You know, I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I just wanted to bring the light is when we lose an elder, regardless of his in his sport or out of his sport, it makes a lot of, if you're close enough to them or know them well enough, it makes you kind of pump the brakes and do some self reflection. Because again, we have opinions, we have perspectives, we have judgment on a whole entire world, everybody in the world, and everything in the world. I'm saying sometimes we just need to pick up the mirror. And ask ourselves, are we willing to give to a sport without all these restrictions that to a sport that has given us so much? Some people out there are not willing to do it, and that's okay. That is okay. So, you know, um, again, guys, it's just something uh, to think about. Something to think about. And you can take it for what it is. You can take it for what it is. You can ignore it. Pay no mind to it. Scroll on to the next video. That's totally up to you. But I wanted to share this. Uh, because it was really sitting on me. And I really wanted to share it. Because I know there's other people out there that feel the same way I do. I know I'm not the only one out there that's feeling the same way. But when somebody pass away that you know. And you think about how much information they took with them. You just ask yourself. Could I do something different? Or do I even want to do something different? I do. I want to try to help educate as many people as possible. And It is not coming from me. I'm talking about creating an environment. That you can learn as much as possible. If you want to learn. That's it. If you already know everything, I'm not talking to you. But if you still feel as though you have some stuff to learn, then I'm talking to you. But you don't have to be in this sport 40 years uh, to, you know, you don't have to be in this sport 40 years to be able to share some knowledge with somebody. You know, not the, you know, the only people in this sport, I mean, people in this sport that have been in this sport 20, 30, 40 years are not the only people who know stuff. Because some guys have been in the sport five years, learn from somebody who's been doing it 40 years or may have figured some stuff out on his own. You don't always have to learn everything that you know from the prior generation. You can just learn stuff from trial and error, like Mike said earlier. You might only have been in the sport five years, but that doesn't mean you don't know anything. You may not know more than a guy sitting next to you or maybe you may not even know more than a guy in the same building as you, but it's somebody out there. You may know something that they don't know, and I think that's more of it. I think, you know, if we can eliminate the fact that who knows more, I don't really think it's about who knows more. I personally think it's about what do you know? Because you, you may not know more than me, but you may know something different than me. And I think if we remove the egos out of it, because the ego is the only one, that ego is the thing that's driving who knows more, who knows less. It's not about more or less. It's about what you know. That's it. And can you share what you know? And can somebody learn something from what you know? I'm pretty sure somebody can learn something from you. And I'll give you a prime example. I'll give you a prime example. I get messages from guys. I just got one the other day. Guy been in the sport 50 years and says he learned stuff from those Journey to the Pit interviews. He wasn't just talking about the people who've been doing it 50 years that we interviewed. He's actually learned stuff from guys who's been doing it about 10 to 15 years that we have interviewed. So what does that tell you? Goes back to what I just said. It's not about who knows more. Who knows less. It's about. You still can learn something from somebody. You still can learn something from somebody. So. You know at the end of the day. Take what you will out of it. But I just think is extremely important. And me. And hopefully I'm planting a seed. And, and the generation, or even the present generation, the older generation, that maybe they had the, you know, uh, attitude of, nah. And I and listen, let me make this clear. I need to make this extremely clear. I can completely relate and understand why. You know, I can completely relate and understand. Um. You you know why a lot of older generation don't want to be bothered with some of this new generation. I can completely understand it because these individuals in this new generation, I don't have the patience for. But you know what? There's a ton of them that I do have the patience for. So what do I focus on? Do I design what I do based on the ones who don't want to learn or do I design what I do based on the ones that do want to learn? You know what I mean? It's just, guys, it's something to think about. And you can apply that to everything. If you have bad encounters with certain people, do you treat all the people that's like them like that? Or do you treat those individuals like, like that? Some people treat all the people like that. And some people are like, nah, I treat people based on individual basis, not by race, creed, nationality, anything like that. I don't care what kind of stories I heard about them. I treat everybody on an individual basis. And then you have individuals that don't, that treat people based on a group, a label, a title. That's reality. And we all know what I'm saying is true. So, you know, that applies also to the sport. You have to make a decision. Well, you don't have to do anything. I'm sorry, I take that back. You don't have to do anything. But if you want to, at least ask yourself. And again, guys, we all know that, you know, it's a bunch of information that people share that they never even tried, that they learned, they heard it from somebody else, and uh, and they, they share the information. And they don't know if it works or not because they never did it. But you know the funny thing about it is? It may work. <laughs> They just didn't do it, so you know my whole point is is like I said, I keep going back to this. When an elder pass, it makes you pump the brake sometime. Um, just make you pump the brake sometime and do some self reflection, because like the old proverbs say, when an elder pass is like a library being burned to the ground, and that is so deep if you think about it. So understand that we all libraries, like I said before, life is a story and we all write in our own book. And, you know, how many chapters yours have in it is going to be different than the guys next to you. What your chapter is going to be titled is going to be different than the guys next to you. Everybody have their own unique experiences. I'm not saying one is any better than the other. It's just all different. And I believe if we take that same attitude when it comes to this sport, to me, we will be uplifting more people than the one standing on the sideline saying, now I want to take part in it. Because, hey, in reality, there's nothing doing mankind's civilization that every individual that benefited from it put forth some effort. Nothing. I'm talking about from wars to marches. To civilizations being built. to I'm just saying. The fact of the matter. That's just true. There's people that benefit off of somebody else's work. Or knowledge. Or money. Or experience. Or things. That's the nature of it. So. You know we can't focus on the ones again. And I can't stress this enough. We can't focus on the ones that don't want to learn. We can't focus on the ones who, who already know everything me with journey to the pit we're just focusing on the ones that want to learn and want to make sure we can create an environment for them to learn and try to provide them with the best information that's my part um you know it, it's it's just amazing i i put a post up today and on a post uh i put and i it was a, a post where i shared the journey to the pit uh, interviews, um, and it was the it was the video page off of YouTube, and I shared that, and I said it's over a thousand years of knowledge uh, on that channel on our YouTube channel, right? And it's true. It's over a thousand years of knowledge, and it's all different from different people from different from walks of life, but each one of those individuals wanted to share what they had. Because they felt as though somebody can learn from it. They didn't come on the show because they believed that every single person was going to learn. They was going to teach everybody everything that they knew. Or everything that came out of their mouth was going to be the first time everybody heard it. No. They totally understand that some people will take bits and pieces. Some bigger pieces than others. And some people is going to pretty much already know everything that I'm already talking about. You know, so you know it's uh, it's it's amazing. That's amazing. Let me read a comment here that Mike Chambers just just posted, and it just goes back. and And, and Mike, I greatly appreciate you sharing this comment, uh, Mike Chambers. Mike Chambers just posted. Uh, I use rest stalls for forty years. New guy asked me to try not resting them in boxes. I burned them and gave restalls rest away after trying it his way five or six times. You see what I'm talking about? Mike Chambers, I greatly appreciate that comment. Um, and we all know, you know, for the ones that do know Mike, uh, you know, this is not a guy who's new to the new to 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 game foul. And Mike just sit up there and said, He's been using rest stalls for 40 years, and a new guy told him, try not resting them in a box. And he said he'd end up burning his rest stalls and giving them away after he tried what the new guy said five or six times. You see what I'm saying? That is the type of stuff that I'm talking about. That is the type of stuff that I'm talking about. Mike Chambers ain't take the attitude that I've been doing it for 40 years, you a new guy, so there's no possible way what you're telling me will work. Mike Chambers ain't take that attitude. Mike Chambers said, let me give it a try. And after five or six times, he started using it, using the new guy's way. And stopped using the way he'd been doing it for 40 years. You see what I'm saying? So... You know, it's 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 again. Um. You know, it, it's it's guys like that and guys like Mike. You know, when I hear old timers that been in the trenches with these foul for decades, and they the ones that saying, "I can still learn from a new guy," that gives me extreme confidence that we still have opportunity. It's still, we can still get better because we got the old-timers saying, I can, I'm can. i willing to learn from a new guy. I'm willing to try something from a new guy. That actually makes the new guys even feel better, saying that I'm just not treated as a gopher or as a laborer or as a dummy. Actually, a guy been doing it for 40 years. I've been doing it for five. I gave him an idea. He tried it, and he loved it. You know what I mean? So. It's, uh, it's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, and like I say, Mike, I really, really appreciate that. Uh, because again, that just, it's just validation of what I had just been saying. You can learn something from anybody. I put a post up sometime and said, stop valuing people's information based on how long they've been doing it. And what Mike just did was just show what I posted a couple weeks ago as exactly right. Mike could have looked at him and said, I've been doing it for 40 years. You ain't been doing it that long. Why should I value your information and I've been doing it longer than you? He didn't take that approach. But you know what? There's a lot of guys out there that's been doing it for 40 years that wouldn't have even paid no mind to it. You know why? Because their attitude is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, you know what? Mike Restalls wasn't broke. They wasn't broke. They work. I know they work, because I didn't seen them before. Not the restalls, but I didn't see Mike. And I'm telling you, they work. But there's nothing wrong with trying to improve or trying to find a more efficient and better way. There's nothing wrong with that. If the new and better way don't work, go back to the old school way. But don't never Stop trying to get better. And I'll give you a prime example. Old-timer said to me trying to be sarcastic, don't reinvent the wheel. I said, uh, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. But one thing I do know is the wheels that Henry Ford put on the Model T, the wheels they make today are a thousand times better. They're still round, but you know what? They can travel at higher speeds. They last longer. They're more durable. They're lighter. They're The only thing that's the same on the wheels they have today, the wheels that Henry Ford put on the Model T is they're round. Other than that, everything is different. The tires are made at a different compound. the The, the, the rubber can last longer. The rubber can go over harsher terrains. The rubber can, can can withstand more abuse. What are you talking about? So again, that's why I greatly appreciate what Mike just said. You know, it's 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 guys like that, still with 40 years in the game in the trenches, still have an open enough mind to say, he analyzes. it. I'm not saying he listened to everything, but he least open to learning from anybody. If a guy been in the game 40 years and still has an open mind to learn something from somebody been in five, I mean, is willing to try something from somebody who been in in a few years. To me, that individual has an open mind. They can always get better because they always open to new ideas and they don't value information based upon how long somebody been doing it. Because once you do that, to me, you eliminate your opportunity. To learn a lot of things. To learn a lot of things. Because if Mike would have valued that young guy's information. Based on his experience. Mike would have never tried that new technique. That he's using now. After 40 years of doing it his way. Really listen to what I just said. Don't mindlessly scroll past it. And if you do. You're just one of those guys who don't want to learn. But for the ones that do want to learn. Listen to what I just told you. Listen to what I just said. You've seen the comment on the screen. You see who it came from. That didn't come from me. That came from him. So for the younger generation, there is hope out there. There is hope. There's still some old guys in the trenches that still have an open mind. There's still some old timers that's still, in it, still willing to teach you something if you are willing and ready to learn. If you're not, then nobody can teach you, except life, because life will teach you better than they ever can. So that's what I wanted to share. Uh, I appreciate y'all guys chiming in um, and, and hanging out with me and, and the ones that did stay on long enough to hear the message. You know, again, uh, it's it's just something that I wanted to share. I'm sure everybody's not going to get a benefit from this video. I'm sure. But I'm also sure that many people that watch the whole entire video will get some benefit from it. And those are the only ones that I'm focused on. That's it. So remember, guys. Let's stop living like we know we're going to be here for 100 more years. And let's take the attitude that is extremely important for each one. Teach one and to share our information with the next generation. All of y'all have a good night. Stay focused. Stay positive. And God willing, we'll all stay blessed. Good night.